and we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, it's just the commission. Yep, it's week seven, boys. This is season five, episode 14, and the commission is by himself yet again. We got Mikey Trotta, Mikey ones and twos, nowhere to be found after a brutal loss to Dave, um, our other podcast with the Daily Daves last week. Needed a couple points. Jimmy G couldn't do it for him. Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it. Guy loses by five. If Jimmy G catches a touchdown, then Trotta's in. He's win. He's probably back in the podcast. But yet again, when Trotta loses, he's nowhere to be found. So it's just a commission this week for a, a little week seven breakdown. We're doing the whole podcast this week, not just the commission's picks. Giving you guys a little more content. Um, trying to keep this podcast alive. But when you have to rely on yourself and you have to rely on the commission to do it, um, you know it's probably going to be brutal. So listen in for some um, some interesting takes. You know what? We're going to break it down with a little segment I like to call Level of Concern. Waldo will lead us into it. How about that, Waldo? And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. Yeah, that's and that is right. Level of Concern. Waldo leading us into the segment. We're going to talk about Chiefs offense. Everyone watched Joe Flacco put on a... Horrific performance uh, yesterday's game on Thursday Night Football. But lo and behold, Patrick Mahomes get hurt, and you hate to see it. He's probably the most electrifying player in all football, probably in our maybe in our generation. Does a QB sneak, a lot of people are saying, complain about the QB sneak play. It's probably the safest play in football. My initial reaction was he had a bad ankle, and I was furious to see him do it. But when you look back at it, I think there was only one more person in NFL history that got hurt. And a QB sneak, and I, I believe it was it was because of a concussion. But besides that, I can't remember anyone getting hurt with a QB sneak. Patrick Mahomes leaves the game with a knee injury. Um, what does it do for the rest of the Chiefs' offense? Most explosive offense in all football right now. Kelsey's number two overall tight end, and Terry Kill finally came back the last the week before, caught a long touchdown, and now he's nowhere to be found when he got Matt Moore leading. Uh, this offense, um, you got, wow, you got Williams, you got McCoy. Um, I don't even know where you go from here. I think Kelsey's still going to be reliable. Tariq Hill, I don't know if Matt Moore can throw the ball. Matt Moore hasn't taken a snap under center this entire year. It reminds me of a, a great quote by Peyton Manning's longtime offensive coordinator, Tom Moore. When Tom Moore was offensive coordinator with Peyton Manning, they did the exact same thing. Their backup quarterback never took a snap under center. And Tom Moore's reason was because he said, if number 18 goes down, we're fucked. And we don't practice fucked. So, it's lo and behold, it's going to be a rough go for the next couple weeks. I do believe Patrick Mahomes comes back probably week 12 after the bye. So, that's week 13 going right into the playoffs. So, I don't know how, how I feel about that um, for your fantasy team. Especially if you didn't had another quarterback. It is your backup because you were planning on Mahomes the entire season. So I would say Kelsey is going to be legit. I think they're going to run the ball a, a lot more. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more. Um, but my level of concern is a 10, especially because what are you going to play them in week 13, the, your first week back to playoffs, and then the Chiefs have a, a rough schedule at that time. So... If it's all panic mode, if you if you uh, Mahomes went down, especially since you probably draft him probably in the first end of the first round, 
or early second round. Moving on, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon right now, your level of concern, right now he's ranked 31st overall ranked running back. Since he ranks 31st overall in NFL rushing attempts with only 18 a game, not a lot of volume for Mixon going forward. He's only averaging about 12.4 carries a game, 3.4 yards a clip, uh, yards per carry. Hopefully his use in the passing attack increases, but his value is... You drafted Joe Mixon high, and I would say... First two rounds, he was probably ADP, yeah, I would say probably around that like 18 mark, probably even, probably like 15 to 18. I, I'm, I'm all, pa- it's panic mode, Joe Mixon. I'm going to say he was close, but I'm 8.5 out of 10, 10 being the highest. I, I'm panicking on Joe Mixon. Um, if I was looking, maybe, maybe, to, maybe to sell high, I mean sell low, but I would, I would be dealing Joe Mixon going forward. Next, we got... The Chicago Bears running backs. Right now, Cohen is ranked 44th. Montgomery's ranked 36th. They just had their bye last, last week, so hopefully um, they figure it out in the bye how to run the ball. But they're not going in a shotgun. You know, Kyle Long goes to IR. Mitch might return under center, or should we say out of the shotgun. Bears ranked 21st ranked in NFL rushing attempts with 23.6 attempts a game. They play New Orleans this week. And the most points that uh, New Orleans defense has given up to an RB this season was against Fournette, and he dropped to 17.6. So I don't know if the Bears get it right. Um, there's a lot of injuries on the offensive, offensive side of the ball for New Orleans, so maybe when they're up, if they're up, um, later in the game, they could pound the ball, pound the rock. It, you know what they say, you pass, well, you, you pass the score and you run to win. So, well... I'm honest, I, I don't know what the Bears' offense is. Maybe with Mitch coming back, they, they kind of get a they, – they understand who they are. They get an identity, but it's, it's been pretty brutal to watch. And if it, that defense wasn't probably second right now behind New Orleans – I mean New England, um, that team would be abysmal to watch. But let's have hope. Let's have hope. I'm just sipping a little, sip, a little something, something, and uh, we're moving on. We're moving on to, to another segment. We, we're we're going to dig deep. We're going to dig deep right now. This is Trotta's favorite segment. I can't do it justice without the kid here. Put on your, snor- your, your snorkel gear. Put on your little flippers. And uh, get ready for some deep sea divers. Deep sea diving. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. And you know it. We're alive, and we are deep sea diving, my friends. I got two people for you. Two people. First off, I got Luke Wilson right now. Luke Wilson is eighth, only 8% owned, was brought back to Seattle from the Raiders after the Raiders cut him after hard knocks. We all saw it. But now with Will Disley being out for the year with Achilles, Will Disley was on pace for 61 receptions, 700 yards, and 10.5 TDs. Maybe Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson could fill in that position and be a serviceable uh, tight end, especially since we saw how abysmal the tight end position has been this year. So I'm looking for Luke Wilson to uh, potentially make some big strides, especially with the number one ranked, uh, number one ranked quarterback Russell Wilson has been throwing the ball great this year. So you got Russell Wilson, which is very serviceable, and he makes the most of his opportunity. 
And I think I think Luke Wilson is going to get you on the board. He might be a good play for uh, the upcoming weeks. Another person we got is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown on Tennessee is 17% owned. And now with Tannehill, Tannehill 3.0 or 4.0 as the QB, uh, he's finally getting a start. They bench Mariota. I think A.J. Brown uh, can be a serviceable going forward, especially since he's been – He's been having the most yards per uh, per reception. He's third ranked in the NFL. AJ Brown has averaged nineteen point five yards per reception. That's third best in the NFL. So he he's got a lot of big playability. He's a, he's a huge wide receiver and a huge target. And Tannehill can't throw the rock. He's not. So I'm looking for maybe AJ Brown if you could put him on your roster as a stash because no one in that that wide receiver core has taken that number one role. So AJ Brown is someone that could possibly take that that wide receiver one position in the Tennessee offense, which has been struggling besides running the ball with Derrick Henry. So that's uh, some deep-sea divers. Let's go. Let's do a little breakdown. We're going to move on to the next segment of what took place last week. And we're going to look at uh, the solo TDs because, you know what, we're going to give a little bit more back to uh, our viewers, you could say. And let's that's break down what took place last week. And we are live at the Fantasy Lounge. That's a big question mark for me, too. What did take place last week, boys? We're looking at last week, week six results. And we, a lot of points yet again from a, a variety of different players. The commission lost to um, Galley the Kid, 101 to 125. His wide receivers, the commission's wide receivers didn't do anything. Galley put up a big game, so... Or average game. If I just had serviceable wide receivers, I should have won. And Gally's been letting me know it about that loss all week, talking hella shit. Um, then we got Go DJ. That's my DJ. That's Lace Team. He takes down Dave Sniff's AB's Farts, which is channel 151 to 123. So we got the commission's 4 and 2 now, fifth ranked. Gally goes to 3 and 3, goes to 500. Channel drops to four and two. He's still second in the league, and then uh, we got Lath at four and two as well. At, with uh, he's fourth in the league. Then we got McCarthy. McCarthy lost to uh, more than a Thielen. That is Ryan. Ryan dropped a one sixty. McCarthy dropped a ninety one. Going forward, I want to do next year is if you don't drop a uh, hundred points, then that's ten bucks to the kitty of the league. That's something to vote vote upon next year. So if you go under hundred points for a game. Then um, you're going to have to pay up, pay the piper, pay the man. So now we got more Thielen. Ryan's ranked number one, and it's huge for him because he gets Saquon Barkley back. So the kid weathered a storm. You got to give him a shout out for that. McCarthy's in doomsday. He's in Mikey Onion's territory at three and three, and his guys are dropping like flies. Then we got we got two of our podcast members. We got Dave Steuben takes down Mikey Onions, 120 to 116. A tough loss for the kid. So Trotta drops to 2 and 4, ranked 11th. And uh, Dave's hanging in there at 3 and 3 at the 7 mark, fighting for a playoff berth. Andy loses again to uh, Wasim. Wasim goes 2, he's now 2 and 4. He dropped to 138 to a 127 for Andy. And Andy's 1 and 5. And he's last in the, in the league. Hopefully, for the kid's birthday coming up, the 20th, um, he gets a W. And then the Waddles smacked uh, Lewis's Lamar's attack, 185 to 114. 
So that's what uh, that's a little breakdown of what happened last week. So now we're gonna move on to um, we're gonna move on to a segment called uh, we're gonna do the two minute warning. We're gonna do the two minute warning where the commission is gonna put on the clock two minutes as he lets out the dogs because they're annoying as hell. Um, we're gonna do the two minute warning. I'm gonna set the clock and uh, we're gonna rattle off who the commission's picks are for week seven. We'll start off, let's get the clock going. Let's get the clock going. Who else are we gonna put on here? Cause Trotta can't do it this week. And we are live in the Fancy Lounge. Absolutely, Commission's picks. Let me put on the timer, the timer, two minutes. And we're gonna break it right down now, starting now. All right, here we go. We got Dave Sniffs AB's Farts at the channel versus uh, the Battle of the Mats versus Gallagher. Channel comes out hard with Kelsey with a 16, and his defense put up a 34, so he's already got 44 points. Uh, you got Allen versus Miami. You got Buffalo D versus Miami. Maybe Buffalo D could put up that 34 points mark. He's going to start Murray. David Johnson's questionable for Gallagher. Uh, I'm going, I think it's a big game for Channel with Hopkins. I think Channel gets the win. Next, we are going to do Chilling with Mahomes versus Spot Star King. Andy, on his birthday, could he get a win? I think he does. Mahomes only puts up a 10. He got knocked out. I think Andy gets a big game out of Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook, especially since um, Dallas's wide receivers are banged up. I think that's a big game for Andy, so we're taking Andy. Next, we're moving on to, as we navigate the screens, we got Mikey Onions versus Go DJ. That's my DJ. If Mikey loses to late, this is going to be ultimate meltdown mode. Mikey's only projected a 117. Oh, my gosh. Rodgers has really no really weapons, a bunch of banged-up wide receivers. Melvin Gore might get on track, but I'm taking late in this game behind Leonard Fournette against Cincy and Del- and Sharks been killing uh, and Michael Thomas for Chicago, and Matt Ryan's going to be a shootout versus the Rams. So we're going late. Next, we're moving on to the Waddles versus, uh, King, versus King of the Hill, which is Simo. Simo, I think, a huge game for Watson versus Indy. He's already got 16 out of Tyreek Hill. Um, Waldo starting Watson, uh, Walton, actually, from Miami as a running back. I think, I think Simo wins this game. He goes to 3-4. and four. Next, we're moving on to Tom Squad versus Morton or Thielen. I think this is going to be the game of the week. Right now, he's got he got a 14.5 from Sutton. I think Robert Woods gets on the board. I think a big game for Tom Brady on Monday night. I think Carson Wentz is going to be kind of in a bloodbath game. Um, Saquon Barkley's back, so we'll see how much they run him against Arizona. But I think, I think uh, Steuben wins that game. And last but not least, we're at 205. I just went right over. Uh, the commission versus Lamar's attack. He's got Christian Kirk that's banged up. I got uh, Breda, Michelle. I don't know who I'm going to start. Amari uh, Cooper. I'm not feeling that great. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I'm feeling confident that Jared Goff gets back on track. So we'll see. I'm, I'm confident that I get back in the winner's column. Um, but we'll see what goes on from there. All right. That's about two minutes of fun. Two minutes of fun. So, two minutes breaking down this league in week seven. People are making that playoff push. People are going for um, to try to get that playoff berth. 
It's, there's a lot of season you could say left, but you know what? The trade deadline's coming up November 9th, so people have been wheeling and dealing. So as I send out, we're going to have a call in this thing. We're going to have a call in soon. But that was this uh, this week's two-minute drill with the commish. Uh, we got a couple more segments coming up. Waiting on uh, a call in from one of our fellas. No daily Daves this week because Dave's nowhere to be found. And here we are. Here he's coming to us live from New Orleans. Matthew Gallagher. Matt Gallagher, how's what's the talk going on in New Orleans right now? How you feeling, kid, after a big win? Oh, I'm feeling great. Just knowing that I beat the the commish, you know, that's that's always that's the greatest victory to have is beating the damn commish. You know, you know, I put it out on Twitter, uh, Twitter earlier today. I was trying to say, what do you have more of, career victories versus yeah. commish or uh, teats victories? Hey, did you did you see my reply? We had a little Twitter war going on today. Did you like? I replied to that. You you, you came at my credibility, my friend. Yeah, because you came at mine first. You know, it was a fr- it was friendly banter. You know, it started off as friendly banter, and then you just brought up the teats, which is you know that's very. That's like a low blow in my heart. That's like that's like the magic eight ball I always have in my back pocket. I could just roll that out whenever. Yeah. Um, you can, that's, that's all you got. Your fancy struggles. But, no, but you know, we got a big game this week. Bears at home versus New Orleans. New Orleans is kind of beat up. Bears are, um, right now, they're minus three. Alva Kamara looks like he is out. You got he, is te- out. he is out for sure. You got Teddy Bridgewater still Still rocking under center. How do you feel for the Bears going forward against this game? Mitch is coming back as well. Yeah, I, I think it's still going to be a tough game, man. The Saints D is really very underrated. They, they've been playing well. Surprisingly, they have not lost the game since Drew Brees went out, which has surprised the world, I think. Yeah, they went um, 4-0 in that I stretch. Think, like, I, I still think it's a tough matchup, man. We just, we're coming off a huge loss to the Raiders. And... I don't know. I, I just think our, our offense needs to show up finally. We talked about it earlier in the podcast. We were talking about how the Bears have struggled to find an identity on offense, and especially okay. playing against uh, – right now I said earlier, just to reiterate, Cohen's ranked 44th at running back and Montgomery's ranked 36th. Terrible. Terrible. But the thing is New Orleans, uh, New Orleans defense – his only the most points they've given up to a running back this year has only been seventeen point five, and it was against Fournette. So I wouldn't see. I don't know if they get back on track per se, but I would like to see. I would like to see more of a identity. Um, what are we doing on offense? And maybe with hey, Mitch, let's have let's have some like you just said. We need some identity. Let's let's keep Montgomery in the game and feed him the rock. I think he's the real deal. I, I just don't like how they run. Every time they run the ball, it's out of shotgun. Like, can we go under yeah. center and just – can we run an eye formation or single back and just pound the ball? But we'll see. I got I to gotta admit that being not, not uh, residing outside of Chicago, I've barely gotten to watch like a full Bears game. So – Why don't you buy, why don't you buy the back. NFL pa- a package, bro? I just – I don't know. I'm just a red zone kind of guy, you know. All right. I feel I feel you. Yeah, it's fantasy. So, so, so you you beat me this week, and you're on your high horse. You beat me. Not only did you beat me, but you cucked me in a trade. I didn't know. <laughs> you cucked me in a trade with Waldo. This is rule Wait, number one. For, how I cucked you? How did I cuck you? All right, let me explain. Let me explain. Not you. The first thing you never do in fantasy is if you ask for a friend's advice. 
Choose your friends wisely. Because I had a Troy Waldo talking about OBJ and Ertz for for Amari Cooper and Waller. And I'm like, I, I think I might pull the trigger. I think, what do you think? And I send it to Gallagher. And Gallagher says, oh, Waldo's willing to trade. And Galley pulls a trade under my nose because I had no service to do it on my phone, which is, um, that's my fault. That's my fault. You should have accepted that trade once he, he sent it to you, if I'm, if I'm being correct. I'm yeah. Being so as soon as I see that trade in my inbox, especially with Amari Cooper hurt, I don't care if OBJ's on a buy. I'm I'm getting the third best tight end, arguably. Waller's been solid, but I'm pressing accept as soon as I see that. I'm not asking anybody for advice. I'm just going with my gut and, oh, yeah, accept. Waldo's freaking out. He's panicking. He's 2-4. Must win. So once I see him offering trades like that, that's where I start my, uh, you know, my general manager mind starts to kick in. I'm like, I see a weak spot with Waldo. We call him the Wad, the the what? What do you call him? The Waddles? I call them the Waddles, but it's the yeah, Wadleys. It's definitely the Wadleys. I mean, like, but whatever. We'll call them the Waddles. I see a weak spot. He's very, he's panicking, you know. So I, I me and him had a, a, we were texting probably for a day and a half trying to make a trade happen. And then once I see that trade that you, that he offered you, that's when I snooped in. All right, so I, I want to pat myself on the back, though, because I was so close to just saying, bro, look at Amari Cooper's, like, notes. He's probably not going to play this week. I wanted to cut you so hard, but I'm, I, I held, I you know, I held strong, and I didn't say anything like that. I didn't talk bad about your trade. All I was doing was offering a better deal for him. I think. Uh, do you think so? Because Devontae Adams has. Uh, so this was this was the trade. Did you say what the trade was? No, we didn't, I didn't say what our trade. Galley trades away Golden Tate, Devontae Adams, and Jared Cook to Waldo for Stefan Diggs and Zach Ertz. And here's the thing. Right now, Jared Cook's not going to play. He's out. Devontae Adams' timetable is unknown when he's going to come back. So pretty yeah, much Gold, Golden Tate is the only startable guy going forward. Yeah, basically, they, they, Golden Tate for Stephon Diggs and Ertz, at least this week. But And Waldo's in a must-win spot, so I don't, I don't know why he did it, but hey. Thanks, Waldo. That's all I got to say. I know. So who's he, who's he even going to start at, at tight end? I seen he picked up uh, Tyler Eifert, who, who uh, the Saints are talking about. There's some, you know, interesting trades with the. Uh, I guess the Saints want Tyler Eifert, but uh, let's see. He's picking up and started Darren Fells. And Darren Fells is not is not been not bad. A bad start. Not, he's coming. He's, he had a 16 and a 12 last two weeks. I mean, that's he's maybe coming around that uh, the Texans are rolling on all cylinders. So. Yeah. Deshaun Watson spreading the ball around. You, I mean, I gotta like that going against Channel with uh, with Hopkins kind of having it down here. Yeah. So, what do you want to do? You want to break down matchups, kid? What do you want? Yeah, that's that sounds that sounds good to me. I'm actually I'm drinking a Hootat Golden Ale Golden Ale beer right now. Oh, I'm uh, drinking a little something something. So we got a little something something coming to you. I I, I kind of just did the two minute drill. But if you want to dive in, I mean, we've only been doing this for about 24 uh, minutes. We can dive in for about a couple minutes or so. Who do you want to break down first? I'm just going to go with I'm on my, my laptop. Let's go with uh, all the matchups on Yahoo. And we'll start with, I guess, mine's first because I'm, I'm first. So I'll just I'm, – I'm, I mean, unlike you and Trotta, I like to break down my own matchups. So you don't, you don't, you don't believe in the kiss of death? I, I mean, it's fine. I don't, I don't believe in anything in fantasy because it's totally random and 
anything can happen. I just feel like you just be cocky when you want to be, and you, you say good game when, uh, you know, when Stoney Michelle. Or hey, hey, that's game. another thing. Don't be texting yeah. GG like the hometown kids. <laughs> hey, that works. That is the strategy that works. You say good game after one of their guys gets one catch. You say, oh, good game. I'm done for. Next thing you know, Pat Mahomes is out for the rest of the game. Some shit like that happens. Even though I have Pat Mahomes in that league. I don't want to talk about that. We won't talk about that. We're just going to talk about mine and Channel's matchup, right? How do you, how do you feel? I feel, I mean, I'm actually, I'm, I'm ha- I, once I seen Kamara was, you know, missing practice, early in the morning I did my 4 a.m. wake up, my mental alarm went off, telling me, go check the waiver wire, you know. That's that's my strategy. I wake up at 4 a.m. every Wednesday and, win and pick up guys like Latavius Murray who could be, the, the, the bell cow this week I know he's playing the Bears But I picked him up I'm starting him this week He's in the lineup He's the only Saint I mean obviously Michael Thomas But I think Murray Is going to get a lot of touches He could He's going to get like Five, six catches My guess And I love My matchup right now I'm still projected to lose by three Even though That He had the spot start of the year With Kansas City D 34, D, 34 points I mean, Kelsey only got a 10. I'm still feeling a little confident, but a little nervous. He's got Demarius Thomas and Auden Tate right now in there. I just I just hope Diggs can, you know, have a, have a mirror match of last week, kind of. Yeah, and Slay's questionable to play. If Slay doesn't play, you you got to feel good about the Diggs matchup. You got to feel great about that, yeah. David Johnson's kind of questionable with a, with a back injury. That's fine. I, I kind of hope he just doesn't play at all. And then I have Chase Edmonds. It's a great Would you start team. Edmonds or Singletary? I would start. I don't want to start. I, I don't want to start four bills. I I don't care. I have Josh Allen, Cole Beasley, and Bills D. I, four no four bills versus Miami at home. Yeah, I just don't feel like they're an explosive offense that will pop off like that. I mean, Josh Allen and Beasley might. They'll do. They'll do enough to get me points. I don't. Just, I don't think there's enough room for Singletary also to get. That's why I'm happy tomorrow was out. I wanted to start Murray. I I I picked. Uh, Channel in this matchup because I think this is the Hopkins game that he just goes berserk. Yeah, that's what we've been saying the last three weeks. But I mean, I think this is it. But if you get any, if you get Buffalo D to get you around any more than twenty five points, I would be feeling good about your team. Yeah. So I think that's what it comes down to in this matchup, especially since they're Buffalo's versus Miami at home. So maybe yeah, maybe it's the fi- maybe it's the Fitzpatrick revenge game though. You never know. He almost led him yeah, to a victory last week. That's why, yeah, Josh Rosen's going to be starting the second half, probably. All right, who, who are you taking? All right, I'm taking, um, I'm going to take myself. <laughs> All right, I'm taking, uh, I'm, I'm taking channel. channel. All right, let's break down Chill Mahomes versus Spot Start King. This Andy for his birthday. He's projected a 134. Uh, McCarthy's projected a 129. Yeah, McCarthy's, McCarthy's hit the injury bug, it looks like here. I know, he got, he got hit pretty hard. Um, hoping Josh Gordon might not even play, and he has, like has no one really to plug in. Oh, that's rough. That is. He's got rough. Corey Davis to plug in just in case. That I, I'm playing on a Monday night. He's got to. He's got to pick up. I don't even know. Jacoby Myers, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to go into detail on this one too much. I like Andy's team. Andy comes off. That's why I said Andy gets a win for his yeah. birthday. I think it's a big Zeke game in Dalvin Cook, and I think they lead him to victory. And I think uh, yeah. T.Y. Hilton gets in the end zone as well. I think so, too. Andy's got a, Andy does have a solid a solid like receiver and uh, running back uh, depth. 
and I think it pays off this week. Especially Gallup. Gallup, if uh, yeah, Gallup, Gallup's going to look. If good. Every, if a Cooper doesn't play and um, Randall Cobb doesn't play, I think that's a that's a great pickup. I think Gallup goes off. He'd be he'll just galloping in for a touchdown. Um, that's moving. Okay, I- <laughs> I was gonna say something real quick. Andy, Andy's record, and his, if you look at Andy's team, you would not think he's one and five. You got Zeke and Cook, and that, those receivers. I, it's it's crazy. He's in must win mode going out. He's a, oh, he, if he loses one more, you know, we'll see you in the teeth. Ooh, running. ooh, that's that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> All right, let's break down Lath versus Trotta. If Trotta loses to Lath, especially since Lath does no research whatsoever, and I think he's only had about. Eight waiver moves, um, yeah. Trotta might explode. He might set his house on fire. Lace's getting, uh, he's getting the fantasy guys looking his way this year. And it makes him so arrogant and like, like such a prick, if I'm being honest. He gets so cocky when he's, when his team is popping off that, uh, I kind of, I'm kind of rude for Trotta on this one. Sorry, Lace. I, I know. Trotta's projected I, I a, see Trotta, you know, I want to talk to Trotta again. I like, I like talking to him when, when, when I can, because he's fucking, he ghosts you if he loses. He just ghosts. He texted time. me for the first time today after I called him three times, and he said, "What's what do you want?" What yeah. do you want? Yeah, I'm like, oh, all right. good talk, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if I'm looking at the actual matchup, uh, I don't think I think Karen Johnson's not a good. I mean, he's he's not going to be good this week. I don't think he's going to have a great game. Uh, Matt Ryan is going to pop off. Michael Thomas could have a down game because they're going to focus the hell on him. I think. Who else? The Bears are going to. I think the Bears will shut down Michael Thomas a little bit. Hopefully, Aaron Rodgers can pop uh, do something. This could be his week, but he has no one to throw to. And Lath right now's got uh, got Hooper right now, who's the number one tight end in all football. Yeah. The dude's Austin looking Hooper. for a massive deal. I did not know he's only twenty four years old. Yeah, Austin Hooper. Yes. He's uh he's gonna get paid this off season. Um, Trotta wins last week. Will Fuller dropped three touchdowns. Yeah. Yes, he did. And um, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw that pick, that I mean that whatever Slayton dude or whatever his name is Shepard just dropped. That's he's one point away from winning. And if Jimmy Graham catches the that, that's what's crazy about fantasy. One play can win or lose you a matchup. Absolutely. Uh, you know? So who are you taking this week? I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh, I want Strada, but I'm gonna go with Late. I think Late's gonna Late's gonna pull through on this one. Austin Hooper and Ryan, they're gonna probably get some a lot of garbage time. Like that's how Austin Hooper's been eating this year is garbage time. I think TJ. I think this game comes down to TJ Hawkinson for Trotta, and I think TJ Hawkinson gets. I'm calling oh, I, in the end zone at least once. And, I and th- is, does he catch it in the end zone, or does he keep dropping it like he's been doing in the end zone? Hey, I think I think TJ Hawkinson gets in the end zone. I think you get a little bit more out of Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Jacob's been running well, so I'm taking a take a trot in this week. Yeah, you got. I, I, I love the Josh Brown. I'm, Josh Brown or John? I'm sorry, John Brown might be on my team before this game. So I'm, I'm oh, oh, ooh, a little trade rumors, trade rumors. Yeah, but Trotta, he told me like, hey, I'm, I'm, don't talk or don't talk trades to me. I'm not trading. You know, I'm not looking to trade right now. But we'll see about that. All right. Let's break down Wasim King of the Hill, projected a 116 versus the Waddles, or the, the Wadleys. The Wadleys projected a 121. You break it down, kid. All right, so right now they both had two players play. Tyreek Hill had a, you know, a Tyreek Hill game, three for 74 in a tutty, 16. He, Wasim did start the wrong uh, Chiefs running back. 
and McCoy outscored Damian Williams by seven, which could be could play a factor. I mean, Waldo had Harrison Bucker who had a twelve, and Nicole Hardman had a ten point eight. Um, I'm looking at Waldo's team, and the only person I mean, it's all up to the Seahawks. You got Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, so if they have if they get if they get shut out, then he loses for sure. I mean, Deshaun Watson against Indy, he's that's what seems quarterback. Um, so, look, breaking down matchups, you, I look at the Yahoo projections, and I shouldn't because those are always, they always fuck you up. They're not right. You know, I'm i am going to just go with the players, and I think I like Wasim's players this week a little more. They basically have the same amount of points with two guys, although Waldo's kicker got him 12. I'm going to go with Wasim here. I think uh, Calvin Ridley gets in the end zone. I think Gurley gets maybe one or two scores. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Simo here. Yeah, I think that's one of the games of the week. Is uh, I think so too. It's a must win for both of them. I think Atlanta versus the Rams, and a must win for the Rams. I'm betting the Rams money line on that game. I think the Rams win. Atlanta's terrible, but I think they. Sh- yeah. Matt Ryan's been throwing the ball over forty times a game. The kid, the guy's been airing out because their offense has been that bad. Terrible. I mean, their defense has been that bad. Yeah, yeah. so. Miami Dolphins defense. So we'll see. So I'm I'm going. Uh, Simo Simo goes to three and four, and uh, the Wilds dropped at two and five. Or the yeah, Wilds. Yeah, but he'll get. Don't worry. He'll get Jared Cook and uh, Devontae Evans back. Maybe like three. Weeks yeah. Around. Whatever. What a, <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the Tom Squad, which Tom is Dave Squad. versus more than the Thielen. That's Ryan. I I need Ryan to lose this game. He the yeah. kid's been hot. Especially I was talking about earlier. Especially with Saquon out. He's rattled off three wins in a row. Um, he's, got, he's got the best player in fantasy, which is a defense. That's He's been riding the defense all year, which is crazy. Like, I've never seen a defense put up numbers like this. I just want to see. 13, 50, 21, 35, 22, 32. That's insane. Granted, our defensive scoring is a little higher than most leagues, but that's a lot of points from your defense. And now he's got Saquon back. I mean, he's got a solid squad. I think the I think the Jets with Sam Darnold are serviceable. I don't yeah, see I don't see New England dropping a thirty five as usual, but they do get after the quarterback and they do make uh they do get turnovers. So I bet you they'll be in that like twenty to twenty five yeah. point range. They'll they'll do yeah they'll do what they're projected like a thirteen fifteen you know. I think a little more, but yeah, I think a little more too. And uh, I mean, uh, Dave's team. I'm not. I'm not feeling Derrick Henry. That like Devontae Freeman is kind of eh. Kittle. I mean, I don't like. <laughs> I, I'm gonna just go with. I'm gonna just say I think Ryan wins this week. He goes six and one. I'm sorry, Randy. Your division's your division's the best in the league, and you got the toughest division. You drafted that, by the way. I know. I know. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steuben just for uh, just for shits and giggles because I need him to win. I just want to say something real quick. I traded Ryan. I gave him Mark Andrews for two guys that I dropped. Mark Andrews and DK Metcalf, who is better than you know most of my receivers right now. I dropped because he got me when I was panicking about Devontae injury. He's like, he gave me MVS and OJ Howard, and uh, they're both uh, in the waiver wire right now. Or so. Yeah, OJ Howard is is absolute trash. Yeah. All right, last we're breaking down the Kamish versus Lewis. 
how do you see this playing out? I'm I'm feeling confident, but we'll see. Yeah, I need you. I need you to win, bro. This is a big week for you. McCaffrey's on a bye. You know that'd be huge if you snuck a win in. And looking at, at Lewis's receivers, he's got Christian Kirk was a game time decision. Tyler Lockett's solid, and, and Marquise Brown was also questionable. Let's see. I think he, he's looking to play, but Austin Eckler, he's you know he's getting less work. I think Le'Veon Bell has another like serviceable game. He's not doing anything crazy though. Here, here's the thing: um, he's he's got San, yeah. he's got San Francisco D first Washington, and I'm afraid that they could put up like a thirty burger. Yeah, they could easily. So they, they, they get after the quarterback in. Case Keenum. Thank God! Keenum? Thank God! That's a twelve o'clock game, and San Francisco is going across the Rock entire country. country to play that. So that would be like eight o'clock their time. Yeah, but I'm, I think that's a little skewed. Those those stats. I think that's a little overrated. Looking into that, but that's just me. I don't know. I think they're prepared. You know, they're a professional NFL team. They're they're going to be prepared. All right. Does Keenan Allen get back on track? I think Keenan Allen gets back on track. He's had three bad games in a row. I think I think this is his week where he gets like a twenty. You know, he's, they're going to feed him the ball. They know they've been winning when he's been playing good. They're going to feed him the ball, force feed him the ball. I think Amari Cooper. They reports are saying that he's going. He's going. Yeah, he said he said he's he's going to play. So yeah. So and you got to love Cooper Cup coming off a bad week against a shitty Atlanta defense. Uh, I think Breida is a solid start. Darren Waller's been. He's the guy. Tyrell Williams is out. Who the, who are they going to throw it to? Darren Waller. Or my boy Zay Jones, who I picked up. I think the, the Saints D is a good start against Mitch, and you know he's good for at least one or two picks. So we'll, we will see. And then we got the Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm. You got Jake Elliott, the, uh, the guy throwing picks. Oh, my God. Don't start that. Is that <laughs> Um, and I think this is the golf revenge game. I think golf, like this, is where golf goes off finally, especially against a bad Atlanta D and kind of gets back on track. So we, you know, you know how I feel about Jared Golf. He cost he cost me a, a title last year. He's like uh, he's like my Andy Dalton. Is your Jared Golf? Yeah, exactly. He's like your Andy Dalton or your Jordan Reed. All right, kid. I appreciate yeah. breaking down the matchups. Um, we look forward to talking to you Sunday. Um, getting a little, maybe a little pregame. I might give you a call before that Bears uh, New Orleans game. If you have any insight, we would love to hear it. Uh, maybe that means like you have to venture out of the house and kind of get like what's going on in the streets. Actually, have conversations with people in the neighborhood. So uh, I, I don't got time for that. Man. I know it's you're crazy. you're a gamer kid, but I appreciate the call in, Galley. Wish you good luck this week, and uh, thanks for dropping in on the pod. All right, guys, take care, and uh, you know. Say hello to your loved ones. Everybody out there listening, be nice to people, okay? Jesus, Goodbye. all right. See you, bro. <laughs> all right, that's Gail giving us some news. Um, now we're just going to wrap right into, um, to end the week, a little mortgage payments, my friends. Mortgage payments. And we are live in the fantasy lounge here. It's your boy, Mikey Mack. Well... At least one with less mood swings. Enjoy the show. Squad. That's right, the mortgage payment. Right now I got I got five games to sprinkle some uh, some money on. Um, we'll just do we'll start out with the cell phone payment. Cell phone payment. And I got Miami plus 17 versus the Bills. That's a lot of points for Miami, and we got Fitzpatrick starting. Fitzpatrick looks serviceable. Almost led him to a victory last week. 
So I, the Bills' offense is not that great. Their defense is very good. But I think it's going to be a little closer game. I think the Bills win by 14. I'm taking Miami in that game. Moving on, let's do a little, um, let's do a little utility, utility payment, utilities. Raiders versus Packers. Packers are minus four and a half. Um, I think this is going to tell a lot if the Raiders are for real, especially after a big win against Chicago um, two weeks prior because they had a bye last week in London. Um, but I think the Packers at least win by seven. I'm taking the Packers. Now, I got, I got two games that I'm betting heavy on. I got a Rams on the money line, minus 150 versus Falcons. I already said I think that's a, a shootout in that game, but I think the Rams are in need of a huge victory on the road. I think the Rams get that W. And the Texans versus Colts, Texans are plus one, and a, uh, plus one right now. I'm taking the Texans. The Texans are riding hot versus the Colts. Um, I think the era, I think Hopkins goes off that game. I think the Texans uh, fortify um, their division lead. I'm taking the Texans. And last but not least, just to a little uh, for a little play here, if you want to sprinkle some money in, 49ers are minus nine and a half versus Redskins. Uh, I think the 49ers blow them out, but maybe by 10. But I'm taking the, the under at 40 and a half. I think the 49ers score about 24, and I don't see the Redskins scoring more than a touchdown. And that's pretty much it for the mortgage payment. Like I said, it was a, it was a podcast done by myself as usual. Try to give you guys some content for the week. Always follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Um, hopefully Trotta gets back this week because the commission struggles when he does it by himself. Had to get Gally on the phone to call in. Thanks, Gally, for the call. But as always, it's always good for you to come relax in the lounge and look forward um, to you guys for a healthy, good week seven and see you guys in week eight. Good night.